You're listening to Fridays with Abbot Trifon on the Dad Devotionals Network. Abbot Trifon is the igumen of All Merciful Savior Monastery in Vashon Island, Washington. He's also the author of The Morning Offering, a collection of his reflections on faith and contemporary life for each day of the year. Learn more at abbottrifon.com. Hey guys, did you know that Abbot Trifon and the monks at All Merciful Savior Monastery make their own coffee? It's true. They actually have a variety, in fact, including Abbot's Choice, Byzantium, Christmas, Decaf, and the Promise Blend. They also have other items like mugs, prayer ropes, and soaps for sale as well. You can check it all out at VashonMonks.com and click on the Our Online Store tab. That's VashonMonks.com. Now let's go to Abbot Trifon. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Many of you probably don't know this, but my mother is buried in the churchyard here. My mother and dad converted to Orthodoxy in their mid-70s. I'm 76, so they were about my age. And I still have to tell you a little funny antidote here. Father Gregory was their priest, and so one day, my mother called me and she said, we just found out that there are seven other former liturgical church organists in our parish. And one of these women said, well, we have enough that we could actually establish a chapter of the American Guild of Organists. And Father Gregory over here said, no, the American Guild of Recovery Organists. <laughs> Is this a true story? Yes, it is. My mother told me that. I want to tell you just a little bit about my mother because I'm speaking on motherhood. My mother was a treasure trove. Um, all of my good taste in food and in interior design came from my mother. My mother was a classy woman. She became a church organist in. Uh, Spokane at Trinity Lutheran Church on Wellesley. She wasn't even Lutheran, but they hired her. And then eventually we moved to Sandpoint, and uh, my mother became the organist at First Lutheran in Sandpoint. When I, my background is, uh, other than the shady part that I won't talk about, uh, my background is uh, as, as I was, uh, I taught psychology in a small college in Portland, and I was also a therapist. And so you can imagine my shock when I announced to my parents that I was going to be, that I was becoming Orthodox and that I was going to be a monk. And the first time that I visited my parents here in Hurtle Lane, and my mother saw me walk in, she almost well, if she had been younger, she would have had a miscarriage. She was so upset. And in fact, I remember what she said to me. She said, you're like one of those hippies. You grew your hair and beard long, and you're wearing weird clothes, and you smell of incense. <laughs> and I knew that giving my parents icons or books on orthodoxy was not going to help. And so what I did is from my heart, 
I asked God to help me be the very best son I could be to my parents. So I called them regularly. I came to see them as often as I could come to Coeur d'Alene. My mother, as a therapist, my mother would always let me take them out to a really nice restaurant here in Coeur d'Alene. But all of a sudden, oh, I'll fix you something that you really like. I knew what it was. She didn't want to be seen publicly with me. And uh, so that went on for some time. My mother was embarrassed at how I looked and dressed. Well, that was during the time when uh, the white supremacists were, were, everybody around the country knew about Northern Idaho as having those white supremacists. Nobody in Northern Idaho knew about them, because they were just a tiny little group of people, but everybody else knew. So when I would come to visit my parents, people were so nice to me. And part of it, I'm sure, is that they thought I was a rabbi. And they wanted to prove they were not anti-Semitic. I even had someone ask me once, or say shalom to me. Rabbi, shalom. And I said, well, thank you for the peace, but I am not a rabbi. I'm not even Jewish. And they said, oh, we thought you were a Jew for Jesus. <laughs> so, my, my mother and dad, my mother finally one day when we were sitting in their dining room and we were eating the food that she had prepared, my mother had been changing. She had become more crabby. And I asked her one day, Mom, why are you unhappy? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I looked at my dad, and, and my dad rolled his eyes. And anybody that knew my dad, Big Al was his nickname, knew that that's exactly what he would do. And so he rolled his eyes, and I said, seriously, Mom, what's going on? And she said, well, the Lutheran church that we go to has lost every sense of reverence. And we're going to start looking for another Lutheran church. And I said, Mom, you've been to every Lutheran church in Coeur d'Alene. Every one of them, even the Missouri Synod, Christ the King Church, has no reverence. And, they have, and I said, in fact, Christ the King Church looks like a modern state house. And it's in the round. And... When you went there, they were having praise services. And my mother had, you know, been a liturgical church organist. And then I looked at my dad and I, I said, why don't you guys go to St. John the Baptist? It's not very far from where you live. And my mother said, well, maybe someday. And I looked at my dad and I said, dad, who's the head of a Christian household? <laughs> well, the husband, of course. Where are you going on Sunday? St. John the Baptist Orthodox Church. And my mother giggled, and then they came here. And that, sun, that Sunday afternoon, my mother called, and she said that when people in this parish found out that they were Abbot Trifon's parents, they were treated like celebrities. And it wasn't for, I think, a few months that they became catechumens, and eventually Father Gregory and I baptized them together. I love Father Gregory. He is my brother, and I'm going to be preaching at his church tomorrow in Bonasferi. So here's the thing. 
Oh, the, the final thing from my mother was, oh, I have, uh, you can park in the garage. I told your dad to park on the street so it's more convenient for you to come into the kitchen. <laughs> yes, Mom, thank you for your consideration. And of course, she didn't want the neighbors to see me walking in. But once they became orthodox and they realized the respect that you people have for your priests, they changed, and my mother completely reversed everything. They became enthusiastic, and then they wanted to go out. And, you know, I had to struggle to find the money to do it, but I would take them out. <laughs> what I want to suggest to you, all of you, and, and, I, and I, this is from my heart to you mothers. There is a saying in orthodoxy that a whole family of unbelievers or people who are not practicing the faith can be saved by the prayers of their mother. And think about the power of the Holy Virgin and her prayers. Think about that. In my own sadness as to what's happening in the Ukraine and between two great Orthodox countries, I finally decided it's better that I not watch the news because it was killing me. So what I did, and what I do every day at the monastery, our church, by the way, the monastery's temple is de dedicated to the protection of the Holy Virgin. So every day at, at Matins, I light a large candle in front of the icon of the Holy Virgin protection. Shane, who's uh, an iconographer in this area, uh, painted this beautiful icon of the Holy Protection that's over the doors of our church. So I rely on her. And the wonderful thing for Orthodox women is that you have in the image of the Holy Virgin the archetype of what you should be. You are, have your own way of having your protective veil over your children and your grandchildren. You are the ones who pray and keep families together. As an example of this, during the Soviet period, when Stalin had killed most of the priests and monastics and bishops, and when he had Christ the Savior Cathedral, which he could see from his Kremlin office, imploded because it offended him. And then they found that they couldn't build on that site the high building that they wanted, so they turned it into the world's largest heated swimming pool. What they didn't expect was in the wintertime, often the shape of an onion dome would come up over this heated swimming pool. And grandmothers would secretly bring their grandchildren there to be baptized by themselves because no priest was allowed to have any contact with children whatsoever. You could not bring a young person or a child into a church during that time. And now we have seen the resurrection of orthodoxy in Russia to the degree that there is an average of three new churches built every day throughout Russia. 
within 10 years it's been estimated that there will be more churches and monasteries in Russia than there were before the revolution when they were all destroyed. I want to say something to you about, and many of you probably are aware of the elder, the uh, Thaddeus, the great book which I recommend all the time, Our Thoughts Determine Our Lives. If you haven't read the book, read it. This morning, early this morning, I, I, that was a book I brought with me. And I was running out of time. And so I made the sign of the cross over the book and made the sign of the cross over myself. And I opened it like that. And this is what was there at the tip of my finger. Everything on this earth revolves around some kind of service. Every type of work on this earth is God's work. All work should be performed from the heart. And then he said these words, because I did it a second time, and pointed after I moved tables up, pages that I wasn't looking at. Strictness towards others can be dangerous. We must be kind and merciful towards others. Our relationships, you've alluded to this, depend on this. And women must initiate the love and holiness of the Mother of God. You've been listening to Fridays with Abbot Trifon on the Dad Devotionals Network. To hear more from the Abbot, head over to daddevotionals.com slash abbottrifon and follow his blog at abbottrifon.com. You can also connect with him at facebook.com slash abbottrifon. Until next time, God bless.